Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Evening, Blue Jays fans, and hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> so Anyway, PR Jaybird watching, and we are here for another lovely week of talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball. I am Craig Borden, your host this evening, joined by my colleague Jason Lyons. Ken Alfred will be joining apparently in the sometime, possibly. Swing in. We, we're finding like the where's Ken Waldo version of tonight. You know? <laughs> so, but Jason, how are we doing? You know what, buddy? Grit. Um, well, tough week for the Jays, but uh, you know, I feel like. It has been possibly one of the most interesting to watch, um, you know, with Manoa, with, uh, you know, so many different things, Manoa getting booed and then all the stuff we're going to talk about today. I don't want to let the official cat out of the bag, but I mean, everyone knows what we're going to talk about. Um, well, why? Is there like an elephant in the room? Or, yeah. he's the way or some like, giant large gentleman and some people like that stuff? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I feel like it's one of those things where, where stuff like this happens way more than we you know, is clear and present. And that just happened to be one of those real oopses right in front of, you know, and, and then he couldn't even keep a straight face afterwards, which I think made me more angry. The fact that oh, yeah. he knew they were had, he knew they were caught and he assumed something was going to happen and then nothing happens. He's laughing in the post game. And oh, 100%. Um, I don't know. Anyways, it's been a beautiful oh. race year, you know, otherwise. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Before we clearly... That, dive more into that topic because that isn't what is on all blue jays fans minds at this point let's talk the alternate part of this week so last time we were together the blue jays were just about to lose to the philadelphia phillies last two ends day and um to that point they turned around and went back home and just completely destroyed the atlanta braves for the majority of the weekend um three game three to nothing in the first game with a crazy Effort by Chris Bassett. Unbelievable. Five to two win on Saturday. And then Mother's Day, they squeak out one six to five. So, Jason, takeaways from, I'd say that first game was pretty damn large as far as putting a stamp of approval on where the Blue Jays are going this season. Yeah. I mean, I think that that whole series was very, like, Bassett was unreal. And, you know, and then to, to see the confidence to have him go back out there for eight, you know, and, and really just see this, that whole game through. He never looked like he faltered. He never, I think the score 
I think the score in all three games very much flatters the Atlanta Braves. Um, I don't feel like they were in any of those games. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a team make more errors that in three games than the Pirates from a couple of years ago when they were just like, like a hundred. that game on Sunday, comical, both oh, unbelievable. And <laughs> you, you, I kept going back to it, and I was like, "Did that just happen again? Like, did they just drop it again?" And you know, it's. I think it's one of those things that that really puts a refresher into the you know after losing a couple, then winning a couple. I mean, it seems to me that Jay's mo right now it's sweep or get swept. Um, yeah, you know, which isn't the best way to go through the season. <laughs> I just, you know. Like you win games, games? that's how this works. Yeah, you're winning the threes (laughs) and losing the twos. That I guess you end up on the here. You got to put more points on the scoreboard, otherwise you don't win a football game. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, but you know, it's I love seeing guys like Acuna and guys you don't get to see too much if you're not surfing around the the diamond and and uh, you know, again, um, Bassett was was lights out. Bobachet is a machine. Like. He's it's nonsensical. Like he goes up there and you can see like like he's angry when he gets out because his expectation is that it shouldn't be out. They said all day, every day. Yeah. No exceptions (laughs) is what he's got going on. Interesting that Kiermaier went to a pair of spectacles halfway through the week. Just I I was actually kind of slick. And um, I guess they were talking about that on one of the broadcasts a little bit that he does that. But he had like a pair of glasses that were meant to be for the um kind of like the wind more than anything, like just running around on days where it was really whipping around. I guess he just fell into getting comfortable with him. And right now, I don't care what he's doing. The sauce is working. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure he keeps There's eating. a few of them that are just, I mean, Danny Jansen, they're all of them. I mean, there's a few guys that aren't, but they're, they're very few right now. Um, and even, you know, I got to give a shout out to Brandon Belt. Uh, Belty stepped in and played first base. Uh, his bunts have been, I mean, it's hilarious. It's getting funny now because the third baseman knows it's coming and they still can't get there to get his whole ass it. And it's it's hilarious. He loves it. He's smiling. He gets to the base. He's doing that thing they do. And, you know, it, and I, I really liked it. I, it was a good, enjoyable week of baseball tainted by a Yankee series. So, oh, um, there was that. <laughs> so, but um, I think the thing that was the craziest, especially about the Sunday game, was the fact that Buck and, uh, Oh, crap. <laughs> they were just talking back and forth, like expecting those run-ins to happen. Yeah. You know that? <laughs> That's just the two of them were back and forth the whole game and just couldn't, you know, believe it. They were dumbfounded. It was like they were watching a single A baseball game or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or Little League. It's very, it was very right. Little League you know, like yeah. overthrows and guys dropping r- routines and, you know, um, but then again, I don't know if you watched any other other games around the weekend. There was a ton of errors. Like, I mean, I don't know what was in the songs or, or what was uh, what the moon where what phase it was in. I think Tatis had two drops in the outfield. Um, okay. I saw, uh, you know, like four or five other guys. Not that I think Tatis is a good outfielder, but um, four or five other guys make like really routine errors. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It was a weird weekend, weird week. To that point, what was the last time? I I was shocked to hear that actually last season that Chapman had two errors in one game during that broadcast. And um, that was he was the two errors for the Blue Jays on Sunday. But you don't expect that to happen. And you know that that's a fluke day. Yeah. But you looking at the Atlanta Braves through that whole series, you think they're like, oh, shit, Kevin Plyer is one of our best defensive players, right? (laughs) Well, so I, I really don't know what was going on, but. 
to that point, it was very fun to see Kevin Pillar. Unfortunately, he did hit a home run against us. Yeah. Which was only so much fun, but <laughs> it turned into a loss for the Atlanta Braves, so it worked out perfectly. We get yep. fan service, get a home run into the new flight deck areas and stuff like that. Move on. Yep. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but to that point, he's actually had a sneaky last week in baseball, too. He was actually one of the MLB, the show, like they do the, the now things. Yeah. During that game, and Kevin Flower was one of the cards that you could win for that this week, past week. So my son let me know that um, my son Jet was uh, is well informed on that stuff, and he 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 actually, I have a problem. He didn't realize. Well, he didn't realize that he'd been. He knew he was traded to Atlanta, but he didn't realize that he was playing. He actually thought that yeah. he wasn't playing, and you know, then there you is. know the conversation comes up as to not only he's playing, but he's playing really, really, really well. So. You know, congratulations, Kev. You were always one of my favorites. It's uh, early in the season. I got Kev right here there when he was a Vancouver Canadian, you know? No, I thought it was actually a Canada Day one all these weeks. No, I didn't realize that was original, an actual Vancouver Canadian. Yeah, OG. original when he was the last, the last year he was a, a Canadian. Um, go. That's really cool. Yeah. And off now, topic, all my Blue Jays bobbleheads are in the other room. Yeah. There's, there's this <laughs> bobblehead off topic, stuff I don't know if you saw this or not, um, but... Did you see the Cincinnati um, City Connect jerseys? Those are sick. I kind of like the black Doesn't and it. They are, <laughs> they are unreal. And Joey Votto should just wear that thing. And, and Team Canada, Team Canada Baseball, we actually had some Lynn Valley kids make Team Canada this this week, which is awesome. Way to go, guys. Um, that's a huge honor. Um, we, uh, you know, awesome. Team Canada, take a look at those unis. You know, I, I just black. love the subtle black yeah. with the red, or I mean, the subtle red with all that black. It it's amazing. It's really cool. Came yeah. off really awesome. This looks mean. I hope the Jays are going to do a City Connect. They have to. Toronto's too big of a city to not have a City Connect. If they don't have a City Connect already planned, it's because they're arguing about what they really put on it because there is just so much diversity in the city of Toronto. I'm sure yeah. it's not something. So. I don't have something to do with 604. Or, that's always been sort of a you know, something that's a reoccurring theme, uh, you know. Yeah. But in the midst of that, do you just take it a little further and say they're Canada's team? Do you just, you stop at Toronto and throw some just Blue Jay culture things, period, into it? Because you can just rough it out as, you know, Canada, period. It doesn't have to be. That's the perk of them having that whole, you know, wonderful market we get to enjoy as Blue Jays fans. You know, literally from coast to coast right now as we do this show. Yeah. (laughs) They could just put Drake's face on it. <laughs> that it'll be like the Milwaukee Brewers one, which by the way is my other favorite one that has just the tailgating grill on the side. Just have a big picture of Drake. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of who you put on the other side if it's Canada related. You have to put like, you know, Gordon Lightfoot. at this point or the other There you go. Neil Young. There you go. Rush. Just have Rush written just across. Right the across. Uh, and have a big drum set of Neil Pert in the back. Yeah. You know, or is this like endless and wrapping around the other front? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, um, but anyway, back to the fun. Like I said, that was an awesome series. It really put the Blue Jays in the nice spot in the power rankings to start this week with them dusting the Atlanta Braves. And like you would expect, the Tampa Bay Rays are somehow still above the Toronto Blue Jays in that because they're even though they're playing really well, it hasn't been the craziness of what they've been doing all season. I'd say normal winning ways for the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Baltimore Orioles are still playing really good baseball. And if you haven't noticed the trend, Blue Jays fans, we play in a hell of a division. And the worst team in our division currently 
the Boston Red Sox is still two games above 500. Actually, three, I think, again, after last night. So, and right now, as we start the game that I'm watching right here on my uh, phone, because I have the VPN and pretend I'm not in New York State to watch this baseball game. (laughs) So, I um, can't believe the the division we play in at this point. Don't they have obnoxious? I thought the power ranking that I saw the top 10 teams, it included every team from the American League East. Correct. Top 10 included every team from the American League East at one of them. I can't, I think the Red Sox slipped out of into a most of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but oh no. Yeah, <laughs> what will we do? I hope they slip off even further over the next couple weeks. <laughs> I, that hot streak is what put them in the top 10 on a lot of people's, uh, you know, power rankings and stuff because of the way they were playing over the last weeks. Hey, yeah. Aaron Judge just got out. Just saying. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll tell you this much. If we're going to get into this one, you know, let's <laughs> let's get into it. So I am so surprised that he didn't eat a baseball game, too. Like, how does Bassett not? I mean, and even I don't know if you saw judges first at bat. Bassett changed his wind up is everything a little bit. He kind of as he was walking up, he kind of shrugged his shoulders like, here, here comes big boy. <laughs> here be ready for it. <laughs> and he looked back at a judge, look back at Jansen to see if Jansen gave him any kind of a. Uh, uh, get ready for it, dude. Um, he, no, Jansen's just sitting there going like, yeah. And then he struck him out. Throws a throws a beautiful cutter to strike him out, but then oh, he broke the side. Um, speaking speaking of horrible, I just lost the game because you know apparently me pretending I'm in Los Angeles with my VPN's not working right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, if we if we want to analyze the two games uh, again, uh, these. I find it so interesting that the Jays don't ever feel like they're out of games. It's not like they feel like they're getting thumped in these games. Even when they're getting beat bad, um, they come back, they battle back, you know, they battle back to get three yesterday and get back into it, you know, Bichette, Vladdy, and they're excited. They're, they're firing. And, you know, let's, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit before we got on. Um, Let's all just address the look. Um, Now I know MLB has come out to say that it wasn't cheating. MLB, I'm going to bring this in nice and close for you. Uh, it's it's cheating. Healing um, <laughs> science is cheating. I don't care what. Just to, just to be this person, it's more real than the man in white. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So what I was I, I was listening to a couple of different renditions about what was happening or what people were noticing, and apparently um, Kirk has a bit of a tendency to make a different movement with his legs when he's calling fastball or or off-speed stuff. And so as he's making his movements, the Yankees are recognizing the pitches. And you know, whether it's Booney sending those sending the signals in or whoever it is, it's somebody sending a signal signal in to him. He didn't look down at the catcher. He's looking into the dugout for a signal. And yeah, I find it interesting that right after that look in, he hits one that probably still hasn't landed. And then he looked, is- 62 feet I believe. and then he looks like uh, a donkey yeah. for six at bats until he hits another one like i mean he wasn't even close on the rest of those and Correct. i think that's the thing that's the most frustrating for me if they're gonna openly cheat if they're gonna openly steal signs and you know then you know judges laughing about it after the game like at least do something mlb something anything. looking do- to see what booney was doing yeah like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't make anybody feel any better about it and i you know i read a bunch of comments about this and all the people that say you know george springer cheated and he got a ring and blah 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 zip it you know like come on like wait they dealt with that 
we're supposed to have more respect for the game and respect would be to not be looking into your dugout to steal a the sign. catch would be not getting caught red-handed right and don't be you so obvious literally walk, the fact that buck saw it with shulman right then and there during a live broadcast and we're like wait did you just see that yeah Is that right there mm. and then they're mildly talking about it <laughs> and it's, it's a colossal home run Monster. and i don't know and then you know to to see the the I'm going to have to go back because I, I, I was so frustrated with it. I yeah. didn't, uh, but Domingo Germ, uh, Germain gets caught cheating yeah. the next day. Um, something's in the sauce. <laughs> something's right <written> there. <laughs> you cannot, you, you can't tell me. And I challenge any Yankee fan. I know I only know one of them, um, to, to say anything I'm to the Yankee country. Bring it boys. <laughs> yeah, to say anything. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, I guess if they don't care, I mean, they've never cared about the payroll. They've just overpaid and paid the fines and done all that stuff. And if they don't care about the fines, I, I mean, I think this speaks a lot to what's just happened in the NHL playoffs. And, you know, Toronto fans, you may not, we might want to plug your ears for a minute. I, you know, and, uh, so the big thing that I see right now in sports is the teams that are winning are the teams that have heart. And the New York Yankees have no heart. Okay. They don't. I'm sorry, Leafs fans. The Leafs fans don't have any heart either. Uh, it was nice to see Ryan O'Reilly get picked up at the end. He is hard, but he needed to be there all year to make a change. Right? I love Ryan O'Reilly. So do I. Sabres fan. If he was there all Ryan year, O'Reilly. if he was a Leaf all year, different story. They're playing yeah. a different kind of hockey. Um, Matthew Kachuk has shown people that if you want it bad enough, you can make the people around you better. And it's the same with the Oilers. Like I watched the Oilers exit and, you know, Dreisaitl and McDavid are like, mm, mm, mm. you're the two best players in the world. Make it happen. Like, at least nut up so, and, and, and bring the other guys with point, you. On the Blue Jays Avenue, we've seen that happening flat out in our duck. Yes. Meyer is the perfect example of that. Winning is infectious. And you build all this heart up and you got to add another guy like him into this mix. Like I said, I had my wonders if he was really going to stay healthy, but he is hitting on all cylinders at this point. And, did and you see- it doesn't look like anybody's going to stop him. And you saw in last night's game when we took the lead, how important him having that drive to succeed in the ninth spot in our lineup carries through into a rally in last night's game. And then on many occasions, actually, that home run lit the whole offense up. Yeah. And did you see who when when yesterday when, when Jermaine was getting you know, when they like called the first time out and da, da, da. you see the first, first guy up the stairs was Brandon belt. He's in there yelling. He's like, I'm telling you yep. belt and, and Kiermaier are huge assets going the whole way through this year. Um, they yeah. know baseball in and out. They've both seen it all. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's really inspiring to see guys like that. And Mattingly as well. Mattingly was up and angry and, and, you know, from what I can understand, it takes a lot to get Don mad. Maybe, you know, stiffing him with the bill I've heard is something that makes him very angry. But I've actually heard that on a couple of occasions. Otherwise, he's that's like in baseball lore. Yeah, like pretty cool otherwise. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's a tough week for the Jays. I think it's tough to lose those two games. My hope is that they can come out tonight with a really good effort. You know, win or lose, I think that, that you know, this series is not indicative of how the... Um, the season series will go against the Yankees or what we can expect in the playoffs or anything well, like that. I think we know that a little bit too, because flip to a few weeks ago when we were in the Bronx, it was a completely different story. Totally different story. So, it's just going to be like this. We're going to be a very competitive 
with them. And I think the, you know, the big thing when we went into the Bronx earlier a few weeks ago was, oh, Manoa and Jarrett Cole, bang, 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 evil, 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 you know, all that kind of things, both back and forth, rightfully so. Um, Garrett Cole with the stupidity moment last year of going past the Audi sign. Manoa in this offseason saying, who's the biggest cheater in baseball? And him calling out Garrett Cole. Yeah. Just saying, your buddy, Domingo Harmon, got caught all kinds of sticky, like the fucking sticky bandits from freaking Home yep. Alone, too. <laughs> well, it's so, interesting. I don't know if you man. saw the... Did you see the picture of his, like, it was on his jersey and his pants and everywhere, like, everywhere, <laughs> like on his wrist. And and it's funny because I was watching Major League last night. It just happened to roll on. And it got uh, that part with with uh, Harris where he's ta- he takes off his shirt and Vaughn's like, what it's is not that? on a baseball? Like, you know, he's like, Magicil <laughs> and, and Crisco and, you know, everything gets a little bit of a different know. curve. So funny. <laughs> so hilarious. Uh, I always think of Bregma from Rookie of the Year talking about yeah. spitballs yeah. and stuff. Put snot on a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that'll give me an edge. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I, you know, you the players know that these guys are ca- checking for that. And honestly, I'm wondering how much the umpires caught wind of this beforehand because he was inspected on the way out to the mound for the fourth inning. Yeah, I Not, feel like... I feel yeah, like sure. somebody, <laughs> this is like the golfers that hey, get uh, called. Tip them. <laughs> yeah, this is, this this is like the golfers that get called, like when a, a viewer sees a golfer do something and they get an email into the PGA and they're like, hey, we got to check this. Um, yeah. I feel like that's what it was. I feel like somebody saw it on his pants and maybe sent an email in or, or sent a text into MLB or wherever you do that to. I wouldn't even know. Gotta be or maybe one of the players finally said, "Hey, maybe, you see yeah. that? he's shiny." Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's. I f- I find it again. I find it very frustrating. I think that I mean he's especially a good enough pitcher to not be doing that. Correct. Um, and, and but I mean it speaks to a lot of them. Like is Tatis a good enough athlete to not be using roids? A hundred percent, he is. And we're going to find know, out has, very soon. Yeah, well, I mean he's he you know he's on fire at the start. Now he's he's cooled right it's off, little, but. Um, you know, Baseball I get it. No adjustments. I, I'm not a professional athlete, um, but you know, I, it's I, and I know you've got to stay on top to stay up there, and you've got to stay on top to make the millions. And I understand all that stuff, but I think at some point the respect for the game has to sort of take over, and you have to sort of say, you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll maybe take a, a mile an hour off my off my you know slider to to just have some integrity. But he is a yeah. Yankee, so. <laughs> Well, and I don't know how much you caught wind of a few other things flying around in Yankee media lately, or anti-Yankee media would be, I guess, the better way of saying it. They're asking a lot of questions about former Yankees gone good lately. The clear, blatant, obvious thing right now is the fact that Adralis Chapman is ungodly right now for the Kansas City Royals. Unbelievable. 103-mile-an-hour fastball again. Barely throwing the slider at all. And the things that have been falling out is the fact that the Yankees apparently, at least this is the story, I'm just reporting it as I've been reading it from many sports places. The it's Yankees just have been, yeah, exactly. I got the little earpiece thing. <laughs> so the Yankees have been forcing their pitchers to do certain things. The analytics say you should throw this. And I think we saw that a little bit the other night with uh, who did we light up in the one inning before Ryan came in yesterday? 
It was um one of the other relievers after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Herman came in, but anyway, he was clearly not somebody that should have been throwing curveballs and shit yesterday. No, especially for that little window that he was in the game where the Blue Jays scored three runs, right? Like in five seconds, it felt like. Yeah, it was very quick. Kiermaier home run. Springer gets on. Boom, 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 boom. Vladdy singles. <laughs> you know, it was done. Three runs. <laughs> so, um, but the other there's more to that. Sonny Gray is having one of the best pitching seasons in all of Major League Baseball so far this year for the Twin. Yeah. Also, somebody else that has said the same thing about the New York Yankees way they handle pitchers. So now you get those things out in the media this week. You get sticky stuff. <laughs> well, I feel like peaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gray. Gray's I wonder how they won the many games they've seen this year. Yeah. Gray's always been one of those ones that I found to be very interesting because he was so highly touted. He goes to the Yankees and he's a complete flop. And you're like, how's that happen? Like, I mean, he's got, he's got, you know, all of the talent, all of the skill. And I mean, the Yankees have all of the, <laughs> the, uh, get in. Um, <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. Um, if you couldn't figure out what we're talking about, we're having fun with how much the Yankees are, uh, not cheating. <laughs> it's they never cheat. It, what are you talking about? Stephen baseball. They shouldn't have have to cheat, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about with Gray as well. Is is they were the best. They're one of the best teams in baseball. How do you mistreat a guy so badly? But yeah, it, it's it's right to your point, Craig. Like I mean, it's there are certain teams that make bad decisions, and you're starting to see that in the majors now. Um, really start to bleed over and the and the 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 teams that trust their te- their their players the teams that trust their catchers the teams that trust their staff are the ones that are having success and they're having successful players go other places and and rave about the about their experience and there's others that are, are you know mostly Yankees uh, players are, are have a lot to say about the organization and just the way things are run and and um I don't know I mean if there's that much smoke, there's got to be fire at some point. So I don't uh, know what smoke I'm missing in this game right now, but Aaron Boone's pretty pissy about something. And you can see Pete, uh, Pete Walker going, good job. <laughs> Lovely. Uh-huh. Something crazy. But Ken, I don't know how much you've uh, caught wind of what's happened in the Yankees series so far. Um, but the, all I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All I know is that uh, they seem to be, uh, they seem to be getting the better of us the last couple of games. And uh, something's going on with Judge that everyone's now thinking that, uh, what the hell's going on with that? So, and that was, apparently the coaches are even getting into it. So, yeah, there know. might be a coach fight. There might be a coach fight today. My guess, my bet's on uh, Donnie Baseball. Just saying. So, did you see when they took the, the lineup so yesterday? They almost, they you could see what they were saying to each other. And it was not. They weren't like, hey, buddy, how's the family in Boca? Yeah. It wasn't that. Kind of like, how about you sh- put the shenanigans to stop and you know play this fucking... Yeah, or we're going to cram it down your throat. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. They might There might be one today. Like, I mean, I'd be very surprised if Judge doesn't wear one or and Garrett Cole's on the mound as well. So, I mean, you know, he's just as apt to throw one right into the dugout. You know, it's... it's that's about his style, too. He'd run... Beat him on the scoreboard. Yeah. So, but yeah, Kenny, so the main piece of the story here for Blue Jays fans that haven't caught the wind of this whole thing so far tonight. First game of the series, Aaron Judge gets 
caught by the Blue Jays broadcast team, more or less, just kind of peering in the wrong direction to be playing a Major League Baseball game. And the question is, okay, well, what's going on? What's that? And then two pitches, not even one pitch, and then the following pitch hits a home run to the tune of 462 feet. And then last night's game, Domingo Herman, the blue, the Yankees starter, literally gets caught with sticky stuff going out to the mound on the fourth inning. So literally two episodes of cheating within 24 hours. That's kind of the point where they're you know, that. That's where there's smoke, there's fire at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it because this is just still the regular season. It's not like it's a playoff game, American League championship, where you could you expect to be more scrutiny and people trying to get ahead just even a smidge, right? Because, I mean, we're how many games into, like 60-ish, no, 30-ish games or something into a 162-game season? What the hell's the point of doing this now? It, it does nothing to you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I guess they're just trying to build on a row. What was that? They said they're desperate <laughs> because right now they're hurt, they're banged up, and they're trying to stay afloat in a, lead, in a division nonetheless. Like, to what and what Jason and I were pointing out, every team in the American League East is above 500 right now. And with the Red yeah. Sox being as hot as they were over the last couple of weeks in the Major League Baseball power rankings on some websites, and I want to say to Jason's point, this is including Major League Baseball's power rankings. All five American League East teams are in the top 10 of the power rankings. Yeah. That's obscene. That's like unheard of. That doesn't happen. <laughs> So yeah, it's I can see why they're getting a little desperate if they feel like they're falling behind a little bit. But right now, to this day, they are completely tied right now with the Toronto Blue Jays as we are watching the game Wednesday evening here with us on Jaybird watching. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. It's it's just it's Yankees. <laughs> so, Yankees. but anyway, to uh, summarize it, I I really just there's there's got to be something to this if the Sticky thing didn't happen. I might have taken it with a grain of salt because there's too many things that had to go right. And to your point, Jason, somebody's got to be letting the secret out, whether it's Kirk tipping something or whatever it might be, right? It still had to happen. Something's going on. But there's too much relaying in it. And it shouldn't be coming from the dugout. You know, the unwritten rules of baseball is you can deflect, you know, signal, do whatever you want, as long as you're on the field of play was always kind of the. Yeah, like if the second baseman, if the second baseman notices something, or sorry, the guy who's on second notices something, that's really as a batter all you can see, right? Like, I mean, you're set, you're looking straight out of the picture. Guilty. The guy behind. Done it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's lots of, uh, and, it, you know, I think that that at a certain level, you start to get encouraged to, you know, sort of if you see that they're, the, the, yeah. the repetition of pitch is one, four, two, one inside. And you see that again, and you can recognize the pitch where you're like, okay, well, I've got that figured out. I can see that that's a, a fastball, and I'm going to do this to my batter every time I take my lead. I'm going to do this, and then he knows. At least he knows. It's still hard to hit. Like, you have to give it to Judge. I mean, yeah. he knew what was coming, and he hit it a country mile. A game later, he doesn't know what's coming, and he hits it even farther and breaks a sign. Like, I mean, yes, I don't think we're denying the fact that Aaron Judge is a masher. Like, I mean, he's a guy's a, a sad. No doubt about it. But if there's extra shenanigans going on around that, right, that's where I have the problem. And Ken, to your so. point about, you know, why would you be doing it now? If you don't test it now in the regular season and see if you do get caught, then 
Oh, you, there's no way to put it into play in it, you know, in, in three months, you can't do that. You want to test right. it now. You want to see if the other team notices the thing with judge looking in, that was just Aaron making a mistake. I think that, that what that probably is for them is, is as the batters getting into the box, if they do notice that Kirk is, is, is giving them some sort of an indication of the pitch, I think he's supposed to look straight across and then get in and get set. He's not supposed to be in there. And then have a look in and then look back. It's it's comical at some level, and then it's it's really insulting at other levels. So Very. I mean, yeah. but karma is a real bitch when it comes to baseball. And if there's any sport where karma comes around and bites in the ass, it's baseball. So you know, hang on, yeah. hang on, Yankees. I don't know if it bites you in the ass or if it hits you in the ear. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. So, that's a big kick to the nays. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can tell you right now, Nolan Ryan's on the mound. Somebody's getting bean. Maybe more than one guy. Or- Bob Gibson. Yeah, Bob Gibson will throw it at you, and then he'll throw it at the guy in the dugout, too. Yeah. I kind of miss oh, those days. Yeah. You mean like pull a full, uh, you know, Mitch or a wild thing or a, uh, what was that, Bull Durham, right? Yep. It's- Hit the bull. I don't know where the ball's going to go. <laughs> so. But to your point, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but the Blue Jays nation is up in arms over this. And rightfully so, because like I said, it would have been one thing if there was the hint of it and we really didn't dig into it. But the fact that they come around not even 24 hours later and get caught sticky handed, it's insulting at this point. And this is now a full fledged rivalry in Major League Baseball, in my opinion. It's always been kind of subtle between Blue Jays and Yankees fans for years. Yeah. I thought it was always more against the Red Sox. I thought it was more of a Red Sox. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sox Jays thing. Yeah. And it was a Yankees-Red Sox thing, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yankees-Red Sox, sure. But now it's the Yankee-Jays. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I don't even, I, I don't even know. Like, I mean, there's, it's funny you would mention that. Like, I mean. You know, there's always always mention of rivals, 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 rivals. Yeah. And we, we seem to, as sports media, it seems to be like one of the main drivers of people of people's ambition for what can happen. Like out here on the West Coast, because we don't have anything except for the Canucks. I mean, you know, we have some rivalries with teams we've run into in the playoffs, but not really. And then they, they you know, the Kraken comes out here and they're like, we want to hate Seattle. And they're like, well... <laughs> Most of the, you know, unfortunate NFL fans in this city cheer for the Seahawks. So you already are taking something that isn't going to work. We're not going to dislike a team from Seattle just because. Yeah. I mean, we dislike Calgary because it's Calgary. That's easy. That one's a, that's a softball. But 
Yeah. If you want to create a rivalry, I mean, this starts it. I mean, Manoa and Cole started it last year. I mean, broken the bear. <laughs> what's what's going to happen if you want a real rivalry like Red Sox Yankees rivalry? Then when we're coming up to playoffs this year, and if they're not going at each other tooth and nail, and they're not, you know, just like barbs flying and the whole works. I mean, look at the Rangers and the Jays. I mean, that never after that year that never turned into anything else, and everyone thought, "Oh my God, it's the biggest thing ever." Yo, yeah. I mean, or door comes oh. back and he doesn't even get booed anymore, which I put on the fans yeah. in Toronto. I'd boo that guy. That, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. I boo him even on my TV at home, especially when he shaved that beard off to go to, to New York. Oh. He looked like a 12 year old. <laughs> Maybe that's why I become a, didn't become a rivalry with him anymore because we couldn't recognize him. Maybe he was hidden. Yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah the, I didn't think I didn't think much of the Rangers though. Actually, when we beat them the last couple of years in the playoffs, I was like, "Is it really a rivalry with the Rangers?" Aside from them taking a swing at us, so like, did we beat them two straight seasons in the? Yeah. So to that point, this is what Yankees fans always said about the Red Sox: it has to be competitive for it to be a rivalry. <laughs> mm, that was the repeated thing I heard here in New York State when the Red Sox and the Yankees were really going at it at the turn of the millennium. The Red Sox would have had to win a game here and there to make it a rivalry. And they just dusted them every year in the playoffs for how many years in a row. It just seemed obnoxious. And that's what made that reward of watching the Red Sox just finally bury the damn Reds or Yankees so much more rewarding. I jumped off my couch and got in trouble in my dorm room for being too loud with all the anti-Yankee fans <laughs> across the hall from the Yankees <laughs> It was beer bottles flying across the hallway. It was completely obnoxious. <laughs> so, but it's that kind of stuff. You know, I think that kind of put a pin in the in the Yankees or Yankees um, Red Sox rivalry. I mean, that was kind of it. They'd finally gotten over the hump. The Yankees didn't have anything to hold over the Red Sox, you know, anymore. It was completely over. Is over. I feel <laughs> like, I, and I've watched this a number of times now. Like, it used to be. Used to have to have a real big set of cojones to walk into Yankee Stadium with a Red Sox jersey on. Now it's pretty mild. Like you know, yeah. you might see a guy getting ripped a little bit, or or a girl getting yelled at, or whatever. But it's nothing like it was five or six years ago. Even more so, ten years ago. Um, you know, I mean, it's real rivalry. Like going to a Dodgers Giants game. Yeah, I mean, people literally been to some Dodgers Giants <laughs> game. I've been to a Dodgers Giants game. They don't like each other at all. Like. At all. It's way worse than than any rivalry game I've ever been to. I've heard there's some good ones for the, the Raiders, though, as well. But that. to that point, this is becoming something, it seems like. Because this is this is the kind of stuff for this season especially is not going away with what's happened over the last week here. Yeah, I, to, is it full rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin? Probably not, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, so... Does that mean I can? Hey, can I call Aaron Judge a jabroni for the rest of the? As long as he checks his ass in the SmackDown hotel on the freaking okay. uh, <laughs> scoreboard the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the year. <laughs> oh boy, what what? <laughs> so, anyway, um, let's talk the week that is coming, boys. Because after tonight, we are no longer going to be playing the Yankees, and I don't think we play them honestly until crunch time. In uh, September, Ooh. I think it's a bit because of this new schedule that we have with the Major League Baseball season where everybody plays everybody, which, by the way, I love it. 
it, that is the thing baseball needed, I think. And I think it's really been creative and made things very fun and interesting. But yes, I am 100% right. The Yankees do not play the Toronto Blue Jays again until near the last damn weeks of the season. And then that might that might really help this thing too. I mean, this might give enough enough gas underneath it that, that that'll be a really important part of the season. And you know, it'll be one of those things where where you you've got you've got probably the potential for some big huge wins or some big huge losses for either of those yes. teams. And um, that's where the rubber really hits the road. Yep. And um, I was sorry, I was wrong. I misspoke a little bit. We do have one more game with them tomorrow, and uh, it's going to be the end of the series, and that's the end of it. But then we get the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays over the next week. So it's going to be a slightly obnoxious week. And we were talking last week, it doesn't get much easier after that with the Blue Jays having to take on the Twins, the Brewers, and so on and so forth heading into June. (laughs) So, But over the next week... We're actually going to be in... I'll actually be in... um, Actually, my, I'm taking my family actually on Sunday to the game. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. My kids still don't know we're going to the Hopefully Jays they're not watching. That. They do now. <laughs> Bring the kids in. Come on in. Surprise. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, make sure you don't forget, Ken, you have to sign up for the Junior Jays Day thing now where they run the bases at the end of the game. So you got to find somewhere to. Where do you have to sign up for that? It may sound like there's a web link. Or yeah, you go, uh, go to juniorjays.com, I think it is, and sign up and you okay. get a bunch of all good. get a bunch of free swag. You get some like a little kit when you get there and um you get special offers. It's actually a pretty good awesome. thing. They they do it in most MLB parks now with with the junior program and that you get ticket offers and some other cool stuff. So Yep. So just make sure you're allowed to do that. You gotta sign up for a time. They've been very adamant about that on on the broadcast the last few weeks. No, that, that I'm glad you guys said because honestly, I we, we just showed up and I assumed we would have just been able to go and and run the bases. Now, did is there an age limit? Yeah, you you can't do it, <laughs> Kenny. If you have facial hair, I have a strange feeling they're not going to let you do it. Although maybe it's a reason Damn to it. shave and try. Odor <laughs> could probably do it. Wrong on my knees. There it is. Huh? Ru- Ruin the door could probably get away with it right now if he shaves his beard. There we go. So, um, but I, to that point, I'm glad you get to go to the game. Is that should be a good one? Because like, yeah, I'm very interested to see what it looks like a Blue Jays versus Royal or Blue Jays versus Orioles Orioles yeah. series because those teams are slightly one and the same. They're in the ballpark of so where we were before we grabbed everybody and really filled out the team, right? But there is so much talent on that Baltimore Orioles team just waiting to really bubble up and yeah. surface into something, but. Apparently, it's surfaced into something well enough because they're technically ahead of the Blue Jays right now. So I just wonder, I really still wonder where if they have the legs to be able to continue it. That's my only question with the Baltimore Orioles. And just to say it, I think all three of us said that the thing we were calling bullshit on in the uh, early predictions of the series was the, the Baltimore there. Orioles are not a crummy team. Mm-hmm. Proven no. in point. <laughs> Everybody said yeah. they were going to regress this year. I'm not seeing a lot of regress. I'm seeing a lot of improvement. So, yeah, that's what happens when you have yeah. a 27 to 15 record, basically a little over a month and a half into the season. So, good deal. Yeah. I'm surprised that the entire AL East division, like, it's like, it's, it's no one's, no, no one's winning easily nowadays. Like, it is so competitive. The records are very similar to everything. So, it's like, can you imagine if this is like near the end of the season and there were still no, you know, leader like overall leader f- 
fighting for like that uh, top spot in the playoffs, and you're like four or five teams literally right there, all very within one or two games of it. Like, oh man, there's only a few teams in baseball. There's just a couple of divisions with our record. We'd be the first place team in the division. Period. <laughs> or right within striking distance. Just saying. <laughs> yep. So, so anyways, how hold do you on guys one think? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. <laughs> this just in from our uh, headquarters in uh, Wahoo, Nebraska. Uh, Domingo Germain has been suspended 10 games for pitching with a foreign substance. <laughs> Thank you, Major League games. Baseball. <laughs> maybe it was maybe it's the massive amount of chew he has in his mouth that was dripping down on his hand. <laughs> Holy God. How does he even Ooh. fit teeth in there? Yeah. All right, guys, explain to me. So he had a sticky substance on the ball and, and on his hand or whatever. Everywhere. So Look what at is the, that? Like, you can see it on yeah. the palm of his hand. He's it was on he's his... just sticky all together. <laughs> what does that do to the ball? Like, is it just so for him to get a better? A couple grip? different things. Or is it... oh, do you want okay. me to take this one or you got it? So go ahead, Jason, and I'll fill in anything I think. A couple of different things. So obviously any any kind of stick, like a fastball or any kind of pitch you're throwing, the more finger you can keep on the ball for the longer, the more rotation. So your fastball action thing. Yeah, is your fastball is a straight rotation out of your hands that way. And it's going that way. A curveball or a change up or anything like that, yeah, is rotational <laughs> as well. So when you're throwing sliders or cutters or anything like that, if you have something tacky on your fingers, the rotation is so fast that the ball will actually appear to go straighter and cut harder or cut down harder. And that's why when a guy does this, he has to he has to wipe before he can go to the ball. So if you lick, you have to wipe somewhere before you can go to the ball. It used to be sort of a, I know that, in the majors, guys used to spit into their gloves. Like they would pitch and then they would spit into their glove and then they would just I keep it. That. They'd get the ball back, bang, and then they'd just rub it without doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's been something that's been done for a thousand years. I mean, you know, everyone's trying to get a little bit more rotation on their curveball or, or a little bit more speed on their fastball. But, you know, Craig and I were talking about this a bit before you came and a, and a bit before we started. I mean, a guy who pitches as well as he does, he doesn't need that. Just get on the mound yeah. and chuck your stuff. You know, like Garrett Cole, who's on the mound right now, he's a notorious cheater. He's like, people know that he's he, he's got stuff and he puts it, you know, he's got it all over the place and any kind of advantage he's going to get or, or that he can get, he's going to use. Where, you know, you've got a guy who's struggling in, in Alex Manoa right now, and he'd probably do anything to get a little bit more bite on one of his pitches, but you know, he hasn't done sticky apparently. At least, yeah. at least he hasn't been caught. He's got <laughs> enough. He's got enough integrity, I think, to sort of just keep bashing his head against it until he sort of breaks it. Um, yeah. And we started seeing the right direction of that until the Yankees yeah. came in yesterday. And honestly, he still didn't have too bad of a game. It was just too much, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so they, I, I listened to a thing the other night, and and uh, was Nolan Ryan talking about you know how confidence is so key when you're a pitcher and what starts to happen as the, your confidence starts to slip away is when you're really confident, the plate looks like that wide, right? And you're painting corners, you're doing all this stuff. And as your confidence dwindles, it starts to do this. And so if you try to put a ball here, where's it going? It's going out of the yard. So now you take that little area and you start moving it to places on the plate 
And if you're not catching those spots, you'll walk eight guys. And it's, it's one of the hardest positions in all of sports. You're out there on an island. The tiniest little adjustment can be the difference between your slider catching the corner for 15 strikeouts or for nine walks. And, you know, when you have somebody who's cheating, then, I mean, it just takes away from the purity of the game. Like, you know, it's, it, I find it very frustrating when Peter's, uh, when, when pitchers f- feel the need to cheat. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay. Well, good to know. I'm like, I've always wondered what, what was the big deal about it. And thanks for explaining it. You know, so yeah, it's true. Like, I don't think they need it at this point, right? You, they're already at the top of the top and making the major leagues. Right. I can see maybe more of that stuff in the minor leagues where they're still trying to see if they can do anything to try to get in. Trying to get discovered, right? Yeah. What breaks you through the ceiling. Yeah. Newly newly wet or nearly dead. That's what I think. Like if you're just just trying to break in or if you're, you know, if you're hanging on by the skinnier teeth, you know, um, Eddie Harris style, the the old Vaseline ball. (laughs) You know, it's... Or like we said, the little goober booger ball that we were talking but, about from Rookie of the you Year. Know, I think that the thing you have to keep in mind, and, and there was a lot of talk about this, like Max Scherzer got 10, and um, it was clearly proven that Max Scherzer had resin on his hands. Now, I mean, there's a, you, there's a million ways you can get resin on your hands, and the more you sweat, the more it sticks. So you could have, you could touch somebody's bat in the dugout put it into the thing. You can move it out of your way. Somebody yep. could have it on it. And it wasn't like he was covered in it. Not like Jermaine was. Jermaine had it everywhere. Max Scherzer had a little bit on the end of his finger. And it, uh, it was the same same um that got him, got another guy, same thing. And it was determined to be rosin on his fingers too, which is a really common thing to have on your hands as a baseball player. I mean, it's it's kind of... Oh, you mean like they have it on the pitcher's mound that you can use rosin and yeah. do whatever you want? So, Ken, for you that and anybody else that doesn't know, rosin is the one approved, you know, to keep your hands a little so they can get enough contact on the ball to, you know, especially in days where it's slippery, wet, whatever, cold, to get that little extra tack on your hand to hopefully not kill somebody with a 99 mile an hour fastball. That's the that's the principle. (laughs) So. Jason, as you were, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's it. It's, that's it. I had that was my whole dog and pony show right there. <laughs> there we go. There it is. So, but yes, it was very interesting to see that that um, that's even better. That makes me feel a lot better that Major League Baseball came over and just said, "And deal with it." <laughs> so, they had to get slapped somehow, and that's two starts. So the yeah. Yankees are going to have to find yeah. somebody for two starts. That is a valid punishment. And I think that the, one of the things that's clear. Let's get this clear, Jays fans, people that are out there. Brett Boone knew he was cheating. I mean, for Brett Boone to claim that he didn't, Brett Boone's not putting on a show like he's putting on if he doesn't know that that stuff is everywhere all over him. And you could see it from the dugout. You could see it from all over the place. And if Booney says that it wasn't there or that he didn't know, that's crap. And it's fairly apparent that by his own actions, he's showing that not only did he know it, but he's trying to distract everything away that he can from the players that are getting in trouble by getting himself thrown out every game. And oh, you've noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> I've also I've also noticed that I, I don't know if there's another manager right now in baseball that feels like more like his job is on fire rather than Booney. Like 
Yeah. He's had a boatload of talent for a number of years now, and they have not been successful. Um, and they literally just backed a dump truck up with money. Yeah. Dodge. So, and, and it's, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you can put on a show all you want, but you're, if they're going to get keep getting caught, you know, and like I said, they're going to keep getting hurt. Um, they're not going to end up in a good spot at the end of the year. Not to get sympathy points for anything for the Yankees, but they have found a way to be the like most injured team in Major League Baseball so far this season. <laughs> so, at least as most, they got to they fire their trainers and physical therapists. That's all I got to say. George if Costanza, bring back yeah, Costanza. Well, well bodysuit man can only help so much. Costanza <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, was really good. <laughs> It's because there's a ticking clock under his desk. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so there's a bomb. There's a bomb. So, but as the Blue Jays obviously take on the Yankees this evening, they will have um, who's on the mound tonight. But so Jose Barrios will be wrapping the series tomorrow. Um, I forget who. Oh, it's Nestor Cortez is pitching tomorrow. So, yeah. how do you think the series ends up tomorrow, boys? Do you think if they squeak out tonight, you see split in the future, or do you unfortunately see us? just kind of eating this series and moving on and coming back to the Yankees in September and really making any, what do you think? <laughs> I think the, the if the, if we can pull it out today, I can see a split in the future. I think just get their confidence back because I think they're going to want to stick it to the Yankees uh, for the last couple of games, especially with all of the uh, animosity over the last couple of games. I think that it'll light a fire under the Jays. Yeah. Now, if we lose today, I still think we might be able to pull one off anyways, just for the fact that, we're not going to let them sweep. I'm going to go out on a right, limb. So the, I'm going to go. Yes. They're going to win today, and they're going to win tomorrow. Um, I saw some telltale signs with uh, Nestor Cor- uh, Cortez having a little bit of trouble right now. He's he's having to do video but sessions. Five-something ERA. Yeah, they were talking about him having to do extra pitching sessions, and then they showed some of it, and he's not throwing the ball well. And he has to, even with his hokey move and his you know all that other stuff, he has to throw the ball well for them because when he doesn't, it's a tomato. It is so hittable. He is a, a deep zone guy. He throws the ball into really good parts of the zone. Unfortunately, when he's yep. missing it, he's deadly. When he's not, it, it, it's not good. And, yeah. you know, Barrios has been good. Um, I'm hoping he can keep that going. And then today's kind of up in the air. Is it still is it still 0-0 in the third? Yep. And it is yeah. a pitcher's duel to this point, which would you expect with the start that Chris Bassett just had, literally pitching the first Blue Jays shutout since Mark at home since Marcus Stroman in like 2019 <laughs> or something like Ooh. that. Um, it wasn't the that was that was not the last Toronto Blue Jays shutout, but that was the last one that occurred in the Rogers sign. Yeah. So it's been a bit. I know. <laughs> yes. Sorry, a minute. I, <laughs> Kelly Gruber. <laughs> Kelly Gruber. Um but I agree with you, Jason. I think they have the right things going. And the Blue Jays have found a way to hit Garrett Cole hard over the last few years. Yeah. So I think this is the calm before the storm. And the Yankees already have two errors going into the top of the third inning. So there's been some miscues and Aaron Boone being on fire. All of these things. I'm just wondering if tonight's the night that it just isn't the Yankees' night at some point in this game when we run away with three runs, and that's enough for Bassett to hammer it down. So, and that, and the fact that the bullpen's not a horrid mess right now with being overworked and all that stuff, in part to some of Chris Bassett's and other company recently making sure they actually get some innings <laughs> in the starting pitching. Um, 
I think the big piece is that you're starting to see some of these other things roll around on the offense. George Springer actually went and had three hits last, for example. So to your point, Brandon Bell is hitting. The one thing we didn't really touch on too much this evening or at all, just to say it, um, Vlad Jr. is day-to-day with knee discomfort. And I don't know if you guys saw it. It's I don't know, but it was that definitely that weird catch he had running in from the the country miles. Something, but it yeah. says knee discomfort is what yeah. he is day to day for. They're not expe- they're not expecting him to miss a ton of games, and honestly, the way he's running around the dugout, I think they're just making him take a day. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> he's really aggressive with his running. Actually, I've noticed. Well, well, he's a goofball, man. He's tons of fun. You know, so I, you know what I did? Um, you can't keep him down. <laughs> the best part was is I was talking to my um, my boys' little league team about about passion and commitment, you know, bringing it and all this other stuff. And so I said to them, guys, if you ever want to see what it means to give a hundy, you know, in a game, find the video of Laddie diving into two. I mean, that was a swan dive of all swan dives. And how much fun he comes up grabbing the base. He's looking into the dougie with this, the, the braids going. I'm like, how old is this guy? 10? Like, and it's so much fun. He's just, you know, he's just thunder button around. And did you guys, I don't know if you guys saw a Springer score from one. Um, oh, on, he was on fire with he, that running yesterday. I mean, he was she yeah. was jogging like you know, head back, just wheezing his way around the bases. But he, he gets but so to that point. Though. I don't know if you heard, but he run at the age of thirty three, running around the bases. That was still above speed for Major League Baseball. That wasn't you know amazing, or what? It wasn't average. It wasn't elite. It was like. If elite's like right here, he was like speed wise, like <laughs> three so, guys that are in the top yeah. five, I think, of total speed in the Merrifield Springer and uh Marsho, I believe, right? Or is it oh Kiermeyer? I, I want to say Marsho was actually really close on that argument. Yeah, and uh, um so um so is um surprisingly Biggio. Every time they've tested him, he's been like way up there with his speed numbers to first and first to third are really high. You know who's been also really sneaky yeah. fast? I didn't realize how fast Matt Chapman is. Yeah. He gets or, really famous. He's the leader in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he really... looks like he already mashed home runs, which he does. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't expect somebody that hits the ball that hard to be that quick either. It's kind of. No. It's like, it's just. I think Chapman expects a double every single time. If it's not a home run, he expects a double. Yeah. He's just you taking know, so bases. I think he'd be upset with a, with a single. Yes. To be honest. So, but to that point, hey. He's hitting the ball damn well, and uh, even when he wasn't playing too well last night, he still managed to get on base with a, you know, a seeing eye signal, and that was right when the Blue Jays needed it to happen, so it worked. So it, he's finding a way to contribute, yeah. regardless of mashing home runs. And to that point, been one of the best hitters on this team so far this season. Yeah, AL MVP of the month yeah. for April. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but boys, as we're talking at the end of the week here, it is that time again where we talk picks to click. <laughs> so last week we had uh the heck on with us from uh definitely not Jay's talk and we he picked Brandon Belt. I'd make an argument that might be okay, but let's talk the other pieces. Ken, we carried over your pick for Maryfield do your absence last week. Okay. Um yep. Jason, you had Dalton Varshow. Yeah. And I had Boba Shet, and unfortunately, I killed Boba Shet's week, like I've been doing with everybody lately. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to. I need you to start picking Ace or um, one of the trainers, or yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to pick like boy. just like you know Devon White because he's a hitting coach in the Blue Jays system still. So I can he might get a few might get a few hits. Let me Google who the bat boys are. Oh God, you know all that one. Maybe I'll pick Josh Allen. Hit a couple home runs at BP last night as my you know Buffalo there Bills. <laughs> so. Um, to that point, at Blue Jays fans, if you're looking for something to watch outside of Toronto Blue Jays baseball so far this year, the Buffalo Bisons have been on fire. So, and Vancouver Canadians. I mean, you can't watch thing. that anywhere, unfortunately, but to that be here and watch it than that. But I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever I mean, seen a team that mashes. I went to a game the other day and I saw five home runs, one of them out of the deepest part in Nat Bailey. The estimate was that it was 450. Um, Damn. And it was do you know who hit that? Because now I'm curious. Uh, who hit it? Uh, number 28. Um, now you're going to make uh, me look at rosters. Wait, put my pen in my hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, Canadian uh, roster. Somebody do a tap dance or something until I get there. So anyway, so why don't we just talk this real while you're pulling a you know rabbit out here somewhere? <laughs> the uh, out of those picks, I'm honestly wondering if we finally got a guest spot win, um, because Varsho did decent. Bo about as good as Varsho. I can't yep. say anything to write home with. Whit Merrifield had a very Whit Merrifield week, but Brandon Belt came up with some very key hits in that. Um. Brave series. He's been really performing well. Like for like, I th- when I was worried about him in the beginning of the season, where you know his stats weren't the greatest, but I feel like for the last I don't know how many series he's been really picking it up. So, did I already pick him on one of my picks to click? You did not. So, he's oh, he's mine. So he's your new one. But the belt carries he's over, so we don't have a guest tonight. So sorry, Ken. Ah, <laughs> uh, So right. on that note, though, um, Jason, I hate to say it, but we're down to. Ken's pick of Merrifield, I think, or that spot belt. <laughs> I kind of just feel like voting against Ken because he's got four wins. Yeah, guess spot wins. <laughs> Brandon Belt wins, man. <laughs> so to that point, Ken, it's not hurting you too bad because that's finally the first win of the year for our guest spot. <laughs> so you're still winning four one to one to one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and so... If you want to know Help. who hit that monster bomb, it, it, right, his name go. is Michael Turconi. I don't know Michael Turconi, and I am the Meyer League guy that unfortunately needs to get back more into Meyer League stuff. <laughs> he, uh, he's 23, born in Pittsburgh, uh, drafted by the Jays in 2022, 15th overall uh, in round 15. I uh, went to Wake Forest. Last then. Uh, he's uh, 5'10, 185. Um, and this year he is. Hitting 328 is OBS. OBP is 400. OPS 978. Three homers, 12 RBIs. There you go, Michael. You that's, your, that's your minor league update from that. <laughs> Did, right here on Jaber watching. Did you say what position he plays? Two. Two. That's a, a, that's some sneaky pop from a second baseman, man. Yeah, I know. For a little guy, too. He's a little dude. So, hey, I'm all for, I don't care where they play as long as they're athletic and they can do what they can do. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. and that's a very Kevin Pillar kind of draft pick number. If you talk that whole thing. So that's uh, where you don't get a, the best success from, but to that point, when they make out, it, it turns into wonderful stories. Obviously the yes. best last laced greatest, like way too far in the draft pick ever was Mike Piazza. who was a, drafted as a favor 
<laughs> to somebody and turn into one of the best catchers of all time. So I can't say defensive though, but no, one of the best catchers Ken, of all. Time. Yeah. Hey, uh, so did Ken pick? Who did you take, Ken? Yeah, Ken. Well, I think he's a. Oh, okay. I will pick for this you this week. I got a. Did I pick Varsho before? You have not picked Dalton Varsho yet. Varsho's the guy. So Varsho's going to heat up for my fantasy team this week, is what I'm hearing, because Ken yeah. always seems to win. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, it's on you, man. What are you? What are you thinking? Uh, uh, I, I, I was thinking of it. Have I taken Chapman? Negative, sir. Done. Chapman, lock it in. Go. Chappy. Pink eye, black, and all. <laughs> yep. Pink black. No, so, eye pink. Pink eye. Oh god, he's got pink eye. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to that point, he had a pretty rough day on Mother's Day with the two errors, but he found a couple of hits, so I guess I'll balance it out. Yep. Yeah. I have not picked one of my favorite players, and I think I'm uh, watching because I didn't realize he had this many RBIs until the broadcast yesterday. I'm going to go with Danny Jansen. There you go. Good pick. Sleeper. Mm. Yeah. Our sleeper course. pick. He's definitely sleeper. to that point. He's yeah. not playing tonight in Kirk. Sorry, guy. Well, isn't Jansen DHing today? I think he might be because of the fun going on with Vlad. I didn't see. So he's playing. Oh, so. he is DHing. You are 100% correct. Yeah. So, and you I think correct, it's since he sorry. had a, oh, he struck out. I was like, that, is that the walk category or is that? So I'm off to a wonderful start, like usual. <laughs> so, and to that point, Jason, you have the only guy that's got me a win so far this year with Matt Chapman. He's like, picked him in the midst of the hot streak and he didn't suck <laughs> like everybody else I picked so far this year. Yeah. <laughs> So, but anyways, is there anything until you would like to talk about before we sign up? I got nada. Hmm? I'm good. You feeling good, good about the me. whole? You got everything off of your chest that you need to do about the cheating fiasco? I think so. <laughs> Any you missed? I got into it a bit. You'll there see. was nearly oh, a I table. Can't, I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the table? Jeez Louise! Do I have to start bleeping out any of the? Well, no, maybe maybe now? Craig, but not me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a horrible person. I was a military contractor for 10 years. I kind of inherited some mannerisms at <laughs> a certain <laughs> level of English. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I don't even edit those bleeps out anyway, so uh, I don't know why I'm bothered. It's not worth it. it. <laughs> um, this is not a kid's show. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I would say that it's enough that it's kind of worse than what anybody else listens to on YouTube, so I'm just glad nope. they're all listening. Nope. <laughs> yep. So on that note, Blue Jays fans, make sure you actually do click those subscribe buttons on YouTube and join us every week here on the Jaybird Watching Podcast, your home for the Blue Jays barroom chat. As you can see from my beer and a half, I'm already drinking here at my land shark this week. <laughs> but um, make sure you join us each week. Join the conversation. Hit us up in the chats on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you happen to be listening to the show from while we're streaming. And make sure if you don't catch us live, you listen in a lot for our uh, wonderful podcast so wherever you get your podcasts and pleasures from whether it's spotify itunes any of that good stuff we are here for you we are the jays uh barroom chat official podcast of jaysjournal.com part of fan sided and i think that means it's the end of the show boys so one two three let's go blue jays thank you suck kelly gruber thank you for listening to the jaybird watching podcast Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdwatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. 
Go Jays go. Woo! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.